So I just got done watching so a couple of minutes ago and man, it was a really good movie. It's a, if you have Disney plus, I definitely recommend that you check it out. Maybe you would be interested in it. You know, usually all Disney's movies seem to be really for the most part, good, at least like the animated ones, right? Like I think there's been a few that haven't been as good as other ones, but regardless, there's never that I can think of, at least at the back of my mind. That there's been one that's just complete garbage but i've had had a few favorites and i think this is probably in one of my top 10 to be honest um i definitely don't think this is for kids it's not like kids cannot enjoy certain aspects of this movie but i feel like it's mainly targeted to older audiences and that's just kind of what i feel the theme surrounding it means like there's a lot of funny things about this movie that happened in the movie there's a lot of like things that will probably make you know anyone laugh from all ages but it was mainly heavily talking about like life finding your purpose knowing what your purpose is what is the meaning of purpose from your own perspective and I think anyone who watches this movie that's you know old enough to kind of understand the concept of things that they've been through and trying to find like perspective or meaning in their own life can kind of get something out of this movie and i don't know it was <laughs> like at the very end i was definitely crying at the movie not because it was kind of upsetting or sad but it, it was just like something relatable that a lot of people can kind of reflect on and share some kind of common ground even if this is something that you don't always think about it's definitely something that you've may have thought of before and I'll get more into what I'm talking about later, but you know, not everyone's going to cry at the movie. Some people are going to think it was just perfectly fine or whatever, you know, and I'm just overly sensitive when it comes to a lot of stuff. So like to a fault, that's just me. So yeah, but if you haven't seen it, it's, if you have Disney plus it's free, I'm kind of glad that they made it free. Unlike Mulan, which I think it was 30 to $35 just to rent it so that's a big yikes you know but the fact that this movie is free well, i mean technically you know you have to pay for disney plus you can probably get like a free trial or something i don't know like usually a lot of streaming services offer free trials and stuff so yeah try to check it out see if you have a free trial for it sign up with a different email or something i don't know but i have disney plus and thankfully it was free because i didn't end up watching mulan simply because i don't know if i was going to enjoy it and i didn't want to pay 30 to 35 dollars just to like end up not enjoying it so i was like ah, i could just wait for it to like completely buy it it's literally cheaper to just buy it once it's released so yeah but you know it got a lot of negative reviews regardless this one was really good and like i said usually they're animated films pixar and disney and you know other companies i forgot what other companies there are that make animated movies because a lot of people seem to think that it's just disney but still like like i said they make a lot of good movies that's for sure and i'm glad this is something different instead of remaking movies or like trying to make them live action i think the only live action disney movie that i've actually enjoyed was the jungle book but i didn't like the lion king or aladdin I don't know. I think that's all the ones that they've made live action. I could be wrong, but if they'd made more, obviously they didn't like them. I think Tarzan was a live action eventually, but I didn't like that one either. 
So it's just kind of a blur. That, that was like back in the 2000s. So anyways, I'm going to get into like spoilers, but before I get into that, if you want to stop listening and come back later or just not listen to this episode at all, the music was, it's like, I'm just going to give you the overall premise, right? It's like, there's this teacher, he's really into like music. He's passionate about the music that he plays. He wants to become something in his life that has to do with music. And he's a band teacher, but he wants more out of life. And it, it's kind of like trying to find your purpose and sometimes like life not really working the way that you want it to work. And a lot of the times we sort of miss out on living life because we're so fixated on trying to live this specific thing with an, with our own reality, trying to like make our dreams come true and accomplish them that we kind of ignore a lot of other stuff and put it behind us that we sort of don't live in the moments. And that's kind of like the whole premise of it. There's different things that you can take away from the movie, but like without spoiling anything, that's kind of like what it's mainly about. And also like the music is really good. The animation, I mean, the animation was really good. Like if you have a, even if you don't have like a 4K TV, it's going to look good. I watched it on my TCL 4K TV you know, it's a pretty budget 4K TV. I think it's like 200 bucks unless you get like a newer version of them. But yeah, I think those are TVs that I would definitely recommend if you don't have a 4K TV. They're definitely really good. And, you know, they're like 55 inch for 200 bucks. I think that's definitely one of the better options. So, yeah, anyways, I'm going to get into spoilers. But like I said, the movie was good. I enjoyed it. Give it a chance. Give it a watch. If you have Disney Plus, the animation was good. The music was good. The voice acting. I mean, you know, it, the voice acting is the voice acting. It was good. So, yeah, overall, I had a good time. It was enjoyable. Check it out. So now getting into spoilers. Um, Starting off, I guess. I kind of already knew where this movie was going because I watched the trailer that came out a while ago and I assume it had to do something with death because it was the movie for one it's called soul and in the trailer you kind of see the little soul of the character that they seem to show that ended up dying from what it looks like in the trailer but I wasn't too sure if that's what it was or if it was like some kind of soul end up find finding his way towards this person that they showed in the trailer so I wasn't too sure what the premise was, but I knew it had something to do with the soul because it was showing like the little creature. This kind of reminds me of the movie of like the, I don't know if it's called Inside or Inside Out. It has to do with like all these emotions and they kind of draw out each emotion has like its own personality, which was kind of neat. It's like another movie that I really enjoyed. So it kind of reminded me of that, but it kind of starts off with like a teacher being in a, like he's a band middle school band teacher you know he's teaching music and you know how like middle school kids are you know how you used to be well a lot at least a lot of kids right you're not listening and all this stuff but he was having a good time teaching and it, i got a little bit confused at first because during like the very few minutes of the movie of the intro it started like i, I thought he was like a full-time teacher at first but he ended up he was only part-time i don't know how long this was but another teacher ended up coming in and giving him you know 
a note saying that, you know, you got accepted to be a full time teacher, but he didn't look excited about it. So I was kind of like conflicted as to what's going on because I was like, well, you're getting a full time job, you know, like what's wrong with this? You know, now you have income that you can rely on and you can focus on your music on the side besides you're like teaching people how to be or how to create music and how to be passionate about finding the instruments that they want to play. So I was a little bit confused, but later on, it kind of explains, you know, what his passions were, why he didn't want to be a teacher. He even ends up like having conversations with his friends and well, his mom's friends and some of his family members. But what was really like a lot of, well, a lot of things were relatable. Right. And I'm pretty sure a lot of people can kind of be or get something out of the story that's relatable to yourself because it's like whenever he was excited that he kind of got like a little bit depressed it feels like in a sense or sad that he got the full-time like job but at the same time he didn't it was kind of like he was conflicted with it with his own emotions and I think it had to do a lot with one, that's not really what he wanted to do. Like he wasn't passionate about that, even though he was like playing music. But another like big factor is like his family or especially his mom was against it. Like his mom wanted him to have like the normal career, a safe career, right? Like that safe job where you have benefits. You're going to get a paycheck at the end of the week or every two weeks, whatever they get paid. You're going to have these benefits for health and all that. And you're going to have like the retirement fund. You just basically have that security net to fall back on. And I kind of like from this point, I did agree with the mom. But not to the point where like she kind of rejected the whole music thing. It seems like at the very beginning from him trying to pursue that passion and become something more instead of a music teacher. But I feel like there's nothing wrong with having like a backup plan because he's a teacher, right? Like in at that he's a band teacher i don't know how like complicated being a band teacher is but i'm pretty sure at least even the summer he'll have a lot of free time to where he can practice trying to get gigs for like his piano playing or, or whatever he wants to play whatever he wants to pursue that he can just be passionate about it and like do it in his downtime like a hobby and try to make it a career if that's what he wanted to do while he's being a teacher on the side. Like, I don't think he necessarily has to go all in or be like his dreams are over because he got a full time spot as a teacher because he was kind of conflicted on wanting to accept a job because he I guess he thought it was going to interfere with him trying to pursue his passion. But to me, like, yeah, every job is kind of stressful. And I feel like a lot of us are doing jobs that we don't want to do. But at the same time, we're doing other things that we're passionate about because like realistically, you have to put food on the table. You have to take care of your loved ones. And there's a lot of things that you have to do that you don't want to do. And it sucks. It's really like shitty, to be honest. But like sometimes you have to do these things and it sucks that it's this way. But in order to like follow your passions and chase your dreams and even be able to do your hobbies for fun. You need to be able to provide some type of financial stability in order to be able to do these things. And that's kind of like his whole conflicting argument within himself. Like his mom was against it. Like she wanted him to have a backup plan. He was like just trying to go head like head on deep into it 
without really having a backup plan because he was just passionate about that. And yeah, that's kind of how the story starts, right? So he ends up dying very quickly in the show. I was like, it was so unexpected because during this time when he was like talking to his mom and like other people around there being like saying that he got this stable job, but he doesn't know if he should accept it. He got a call from one of his friends that has like this thing where they can like people play music and there's like this really good person that plays music in there and they were looking for a piano person to play and he got he ended up like getting a chance to be able to play so he you know he called them up saying yo you know we need one more person we want to see how you do you know can you come right now he ends up rushing he's like excited and everything and he ends up getting the gig right so he's all excited the the person tells him you know get a good suit and all this so he ends up being happy and everywhere and you know if you've ever seen like spider i think it was spider-man 3 right when peter parker's like really happy and like life around him like moves really like differently and he thinks everything is perfectly fine but like people are just looking at him weird and stuff it's kind of like that same thing that was happening to him and like he almost got ran over he almost got hit by different things and it was like he was not paying attention to anything around him because he was so excited that he got the gig and he got to like he's going to get a chance to perform in front of people to show them his passion to show them how good he is and he ends up dying like out of everything he ends up dying by falling into a sewer i'm like like one of these manhole things i'm like are you serious like he could have got run over by a car but it's like disney they're not gonna run him over right but they're not gonna like make something fall on top of him but he fell down it doesn't show him like dying but whenever he falls down like the manhole they show like his soul in another like dimension and i think they call this other like i guess it's kind of like heaven they call it the beyond he never got to go there because he was in shock of like where was he he didn't know where he was but you see his little soul and all the souls look really you know beautiful they're all blue and they're like really adorable there's all sorts of people there right there's people speaking different types of languages there's like old people there that died you know peacefully people who died like abruptly like he did himself and he didn't really know what was going on and everyone was going to like the beyond which is technically heaven but he didn't want to go so it's kind of like the way to heaven <laughs> the way to the beyond is kind of like these stairs escalators that are moving by themselves going all the way up and he tries to like go against it and goes all the way to the bottom but there's ends up being this like wall that you cannot pass and he tries his best to like get out but the escalator keeps going up and taking him eventually he tries hard enough that he ends up like somehow pushing himself out of the like the force field wall that's around there and he ends up in this other place and i think this place was called um like the before or the great before so it's like the great beyond is going to heaven the great before is kind of where souls are prepped or get ready to go to earth so it's like these personalities where he ends up and there's like anger there's like there's different types of personality it's not just one specific thing like the emotions of anger or sadness but like you know whatever i guess you can call it like zodiac signs but each of them have like their personalities if they're going to be like too moody or something and they're shaped into little souls because that's what they are and each of them have like four symbols across their chest but there's one piece that is missing and that missing piece is what they need in order to be able to go to earth 
and to be able to take like a body or be like born. So this is kind of like a place where souls are getting ready to be able to go to earth and have like a full flesh personality. And that's where he kind of ends up. And there is something that I don't understand about this part that I'm going to talk about, but he like people, there's people that are teaching these souls, these little souls that, you know, I guess like babies or whatever, being born brand new souls, getting ready. But each of them have to have like a mentor and the mentors are people that have died. Well, but what I don't understand is how do you get chosen to be a mentor? I don't think I've ever, I didn't understand it. I didn't really explain how they got to be mentors because when he died, he ended up just going to like the beyond and this escalator stuff. But how did people get to that location where he was? Because he only did it. He only ended up going to that location because he didn't want to go to the beyond. So that's what I don't understand. But regardless, that's probably the one of the only things that I didn't understand about the movie. Maybe there's something that I missed that I wasn't comprehending enough. So, yeah. But other than that, they didn't know who he was. So they thought he was someone else that was supposed to be there. And each like person that has died, they each get to mentor individual souls and get them ready to find like to be prepped to be able to take a body and go down to earth to like be born or whatever and like i said each soul has like all these personality traits but they're missing that one thing and you can see it's they have like a little sticker around them and there's a one piece missing and it's up to the mentors to kind of help them find what that piece is missing they kind of call it the spark and it's up to you to find like how to get that spark to them so they're able to be complete in order to be able to go to earth and that's kind of like where the movie picks up a little bit more and the character which the musician guy is called john i think it's john right um from what i'm remembering correctly actually i think it was joe it's definitely joe but yeah it, it's joe and I'm just going to call this the soul 22 because that's what Joe ends up calling like this personality. So is 22 and the soul has been in this like before or the before beyond whatever, like the before I'm just going to call it the before he's been here for a very long time. Like it's really funny because they end up showing like Abraham Lincoln and mother Teresa and like all these other people who are really famous that they've got to try to like, talk to 22 this specific soul to try to get her ready i think it's her, at least the whole voice is a girl but usually like this is kind of like they can take shape into any and have any voice but she she chose to have like a girl voice and at some point in the movie they even say she so but i'm gonna call him 22 because that's kind of the name joe used and you know that was the name 22 so the soul's name was 22 and the soul 22 has been there for a very long time and has never been able to find that spark no one had no mentor has been able to help 22 find the spark to be able to go to earth so 22 has been there the longest and no one knew that joe was not joe they thought he would joe was somebody else that was supposed to mentor 22 and you get a, a certain amount of time to try to find a spark and after that if you don't like complete what you're trying to do they get another mentor and you go to the beyond but joe wasn't ready so they end up making a deal because 22 finds out that joe really isn't who he says he is and 
I mean, not who he says he is, but who they thought he was. And Joe ends up like explaining what happened and everything. So 22 and Joe make like kind of disagreement. Like the whole premise is where it starts from here. The other part of the story is where 22 doesn't want to go to Earth. 22 just wants to be right there in that place because it's a fun place. Like you can't die. You can experience all sorts of stuff, but you can't feel pain. You don't really feel anything, but you can like basically do anything freely in this like before thing. So 22 just wants to stay there and have a good time because, you know, there's like no pain, no death, no, no anything, basically. And from 22's perspective, that's like a good thing compared to like Earth when people are just dying and getting hit or feeling sorts of pains and stuff. So Joe and 22 just they make this deal to where like, oh, so if I complete like your your whole circle thing and find your spark, like that symbol changes to an Earth symbol signifying that they're ready to go to earth but supposedly you can give that to anybody and the person who's carrying that can go to earth because that's kind of like your past to go back so since his soul is kind of like lost or whatever and his body's sort of like dying which it, it was supposed to be dead already except you know like i said he didn't want to go to the beyond he ends up going through this portal so instead they make a deal and say okay i'll help you find your spark but, you know, you give it to me and that's when 22 agrees because 22 doesn't want to leave. So 22 ends up agreeing and, you know, that's kind of the whole premise of the movie. So I thought it was going to be right. Like them trying to get Joe into the body. And then all of a sudden, I did not expect this in the movie when it happened. But they finally um, found a different way to both of them go to Earth. And it was like they end up meeting like these other people that know how to like get out of their bodies in a sense i don't know what it's called but have you ever been in a zone whenever you're like playing video games you're playing a sport or you're like really passionate or into something and you just kind of lose track of time and you're just in that moment of focus there's a place in this movie that's called the zone and it's like between the physical world and the spiritual world and you can literally interact with people who are in the zone and it's kind of funny. You have to see it for yourself, but it's really funny what happens in there. But yeah, people can be in the zone, but there's people who learn how to control that being in the zone and ended up getting out of their body so they can stay in that area of the zone while their body was just kind of move moving by itself, which is kind of crazy, which is kind of cool as well. So you kind of get to experience a different life in this other zone realm that it's not the spiritual world but it's not the physical world so you know it, it was pretty cool i thought it was a cool concept so he ends up finally finding a way to go but he was so anxious to get back to his body that it, something ended up happening that i didn't expect and 22 ended up going with him by mistake and he ended up 22 ended up in joe's body and joe ended up in a cat's body that happened to be like right there in the hospital bed with him and it, it was funny so like this whole time now they're trying to figure out how to switch back so now they have to find the physical body of this other guy that helped them in the zone realm to get there but they have to find his actual body so they can communicate with them because like i said there's certain people that can just now learn how to like get into the zone and actually roam around in that zone realm i guess if you call it so that's kind of what the whole movie ends up being about their journey 
And like most of this time is kind of funny. You know, you end up seeing a lot of things that happen between because like Joe is now in the cat and the cat can't talk. And you see the cat talking to Joe or 22 that's in Joe's body. But people end up seeing like the cat just hissing and meowing. And Joe's like talking to the cat because they can still understand each other because they're still souls technically. Like they kind of cheated their way to get into there and they didn't go like the legit way so they can still understand and hear other souls and they can you know hear each other and stuff like that so it's kind of it's kind of cool but like i said the whole movie ends up being about that them well for one them trying to get back into their bodies and then two joe trying to like not be late for the gig because it's still the same day like keep in mind all this is happening in the same day because like time is a little bit different in the beyond and the before so it's like yeah infinite basically so once they get to earth you know it's still only if like i think i want to say a few minutes have passed by when he gets back to his body so yeah you see them go on an adventure and it's really funny like this whole thing is really funny so there comes a point where 22 ends up like actually experiencing everything that earth has to kind of offer now before i get into this it's really a complicated thing right like from our perspective as people that not everyone right but i guess just talking to myself it's like from the perspective of myself living in this world there are a lot of things that i take for granted there's a lot of things that don't seem like the concept of certain things do not seem interesting even though like they may be to someone who's never experienced it, right? Like, for instance, I can see a lot of stuff with my eyes. You know, then there's people out there who are blind that cannot see, and their experiences are completely different than mine. So it's like, it's something that I kind of take for granted. It's like, I can see physical items. I can see physical items, but blind people can't. But if we reverse the roles, it would kind of make me figure out oh this is what i was actually neglecting and missing and wasn't taken advantage of and blind people they don't know that experience of how to see so they don't know if they're going to miss that feeling but once they get to experience actually being able to see it's like something that they don't want to lose because like it's literally something that they're experiencing in the moment so therefore like if you make a blind person all of a sudden be able to see and then you make me and you take away my sight. I'm obviously going to be upset that I lost my sight because, you know, this and that. But when I was able, when I had the chance to be able to see, I didn't think anything about it. But when it comes to like someone who's not able to see and all of a sudden they can see. They're literally going to cherish that vision of being able to see things that they've never been able to see before because they have never experienced that. And it kind of ends up happening in this film with 22, like 22, like from my perspective, being a human, it's like, it's that world that 22 is in the before where you can't get hurt and you can't die and all that. And you can just have a good time. That seems like a perfect world. Me being on earth, like I'm not saying that being on earth sucks and all this stuff, because there are a lot of good things and fun things that you can enjoy. But when it comes to like being physically hurt or you know poverty and all this other stuff watching your loved ones get hurt or get or die and like be like just a lot of stress and a lot of stuff that can happen in each individual's lives but in the before 
realm it's like you don't experience that everyone's like having a good time everyone's chilling everyone's relaxing um there's no pain you know you're just having fun and laughing and moving around and nothing can literally hurt you or kill you if things fall on you you don't feel like physical pain and all that stuff and it seems like you can have a lot of adventures here which they go through that at the very beginning but along the way 22 ends up experiencing what it's like to live on earth so like feeling the wind um, tasting pizza and other types of foods just different stuff like seeing other people happy feeling or seeing other people be passionate about something it's just a different type of emotion right like if when i see people in love like myself it, it has this feeling in my heart that just makes me feel warm inside and happy i don't know what it is but it's kind of how i feel and 22 ends up getting this same experience, which was kind of awkward because I've never seen like a movie kind of explain this, but he ends up seeing like people be passionate about certain things. And he sort of gets that experience within himself being in Joe's body that it makes him feel something and he's happy about it. Seeing other people be so passionate about something, even though the odds are against him and he's trying to understand why people are like that. And I thought that was pretty pretty interesting so eventually like from experiencing all these things from just living life for one day 22 ends up figuring out that i do want to be here i do want to be in earth before i didn't he doesn't want to go to earth because he never really experienced it he only saw from an outside perspective and he said well logically speaking it doesn't seem worth it to feel pain it doesn't seem worth it to feel any type of physical pain either so it's like, why would I want to be there, right? And from a human's perspective, we might say the same thing. We might say, well, if I can have like the same life that I have now, except not be in poverty and not feel pain, but just be able to experience joy and happiness, wouldn't that be awesome? Or would that be something bad, right? Because maybe you could have the same thought process as 22 and be like, well, I've never experienced that type of thing. And I'm perfectly happy just being on earth because we never got to experience that so it's sort of hard to put into perspective what would actually be better when you haven't experienced that thing so it's like we may think that feeling pain and being like sad or all this other stuff is just shitty which i mean it is shitty but it's like once we get rid of all of this and we end up going to that other world that these things don't exist will we change our perspective on how things work will we want to go back to earth right like so a lot of things can change and it's going to be different for everybody right like not everyone's going to think the same not everyone's going to enjoy living on earth other people want to be in that other dimension of the before so yeah you can take that for what it is but i thought it was really interesting right it's like a cool concept and stuff but eventually they find like joe finds a way to go back to his body like they meet with that guy and stuff like that but 22 doesn't want to go and eventually along the way they end up going back i'm not going to explain like how i'm not spoiling like everything but i'm basically giving a synopsis of the whole movie but you know i'm skipping parts and stuff like that but eventually they end up going back and i guess the time being on earth finally got like 22 that spark that 22 was missing because now his like whole sticker thing was complete and the earth symbol showed up so 22 was actually ready to go like to actually be part of earth and go into a human body now 
Joe in the soul, the personality soul, 22, they end up getting in an argument because, well, Joe already died, right? Like his body's alive, but he technically died. He's not even supposed to be there. 22 is the one that's actually supposed to live because 22 has never been born. It's just a, a soul of the beginning of time. And they end up arguing and 22 finally gets upset and says, here, take your sticker. And it gives it, gives it to Joe. And Joe seems really selfish at this point because he doesn't even think about it. He just ends up going, doing his thing. Now, this is where it kind of gets really depressing for me because like, well, that's already sad enough because it's like really messed up. It's really like fucked up and stuff. But Joe ends up just like leaving or whatever, doesn't care. He's just happy to be back in his body. He ends up going to the gig. He ends up getting the gig. He ends up getting like everything that he wants, right? Like all in the same night. And then he kind of realizes like, why do I not feel different? Why do I still feel the same like before? It's like now I get to do what I want for a living. But nothing has changed. I'm still me and I still feel the same. So he ends up reflecting on the time that he spent with 22. And he he realized something that he didn't realize before, which was what I was talking about earlier, is that he took a lot of things for granted and a lot of things that he didn't sort of live in the moment because when he reflected back, he ended up playing the piano and kind of like thinking to himself. But he ended up thinking back to when 22 was in his body and he was experiencing like the taste of food, the wind in your hair, in your face, like people's emotions and seeing how they react, like enjoying the little things in life that may seem meaningless because we see them all the time. And he ends up thinking, well, I already lived my life. And if it's my time to go, I ended up dying anyways for being careless for one, because it was literally his fault for like dying <laughs> and it's like he starts thinking more and it's like maybe that's what like the spark is not an actual thing that you help find a spark is the spark like they end up explaining that the spark like the missing piece it's just the extra piece meaning that this is when they're ready to actually move on from where they're at you know like whenever they're ready to leave and actually go to earth but they don't tell them that, right? Like it's something that they have to figure out on their own and something that the mentors have to help them figure out as well. So Joe ends up like reflecting on everything of his life. And now actually, even though he had a lot of negatives in his perspective and he had a lot of like bad moments in his life, he was kind of like not thinking about the good ones. And eventually he ends up realizing there was a lot of good in his life. Maybe not as many as the bad, but there were good times. And he was so fixated on wanting to chase music that he didn't live in the present. He ignored everything that everyone was trying to tell him. He kind of neglected other people's emotions and always made it about himself talking about music instead of trying to actually get to know other people. Now, I, th I think there's balance between certain things, right? Because there's people who are super passionate, whether it be chess, whether it be video games or a sport. And, you know, sometimes to be the very best, these people 
like their whole lives revolve around that. That's not necessarily always a bad thing. As long as you know how to balance everything with the people that you love and it really, every situation is going to be different, right? But at least from the perspective of this story and the way that they did it, you know, there was a lot of like rejecting other people that cared about him, making it about himself not enjoying like living in the moment, which is something that I do all the time, right? And it's something that I'm pretty sure a lot of us do. And it's kind of hard, right? We we live life every single day, but we don't experience it every single day. Nor do we take notice of the little things either, because it's hard to take like notice of the little things that happen around us because we're so used to it. And it happens constantly, whether it's like, oh, this food tastes good, but we don't think about it and we don't say, oh, Man, that pizza was good last night, you know? It's like, it's just another pizza. It's whatever, you know, I'll get another one tomorrow because it's just something we've already experienced many times. It's not something that we have to, I mean, we struggle for it every now and then. And sometimes, you know, depending on if you live paycheck to paycheck, like myself and stuff, there are certain times where you do enjoy that moment because it's like, well, I cannot get this tomorrow or this month. So good thing I enjoyed it last month. But he ends up reflecting and so he ends up trying to find a way back to find 22 and some other stuff happens in between that I won't get into, but it's pretty neat. Like I said, like if, if you're like me and you listen to reviews and watch reviews before you watch the movie, you know, I'll save some spoilers for you. I mean, though I spoiled most of the movie anyways, still there's certain things that happen in how he finds 22 again, but eventually he gets back to 22 and, you know, he ends up, Joe ends up telling 22 that, you know, it's, it's your time. I already had my time to live. And there's a lot of things that I really wasn't paying attention to because I was so fixated on trying to accomplish this. And yeah, they end up like having a good time. And then, you know, Joe was finally going to the beyond. He accepted it. And 22 is finally, you know, they don't show him after he's gone. You know, he ends up going to Earth. But the reason that it took 22 so long to even be able to find that spark that he needed or she needed to go to Earth was that 22 was just afraid that they weren't good enough. They were afraid of the unknown. They were afraid of what might happen and didn't know what to expect. But actually being in Joe's body and experiencing Earth for herself she was finally able to be like, this is something that I do want. But she was always afraid. She wasn't confident in herself. She was insecure about it. So that kind of helped push her along to be able to fulfill the void that she was kind of missing the spark. And then Joe ends up accepting and ends up almost going to the beyond, except there's other people that are in power here as well that run things just like a normal, the normal society of world. But they end up kind of giving him another chance at life since his body is not completely gone. And they never do that. They, I think it's been a while. They've never done it before, but he gets another chance. You know, it's just a movie, right? The protagonist works out his way most of the time or their way, which is fine. So he ends up like going back to his body. He gets another chance and I think the last part really got to me. It's something that I'm never going to be able to live by, right? But he ends up saying something along the lines of like, like this 
before they send him back, they tell him, you know, what are you going to do with your, you know, new life, like your second chance? And they end up showing him in his body. He's like, I'm just going to live every minute of it. And it was like so impactful with the music and the way they shot the shot, showing him and everything, because it's like I have trouble with that myself, trying to enjoy life for what it is, trying to experience things that I know that I should be grateful for, right? Like I have a PC that I can play video games on. I have food on the table. I have a roof over my head, but there's also a lot of bad, right? Like the violence that's around my neighborhood, the, the worrying if I'm going to be able to make it next month to be able to pay certain stuff, wanting to work a better job to actually have fun or at least a job that pays more that I don't have to stress over like these things overtake the positive stuff a lot of the times and it's sort of hard to focus on the positive when the negatives are so impactful right it's like me saying yeah let me enjoy every living like moment of my life but someone's beating me with the bat behind my head like it's kind of hard to do that when someone's beating your ass <laughs> So the over extreme, but it, that's kind of what it feels like, right? It's like a hard thing, like it's simple words, but it's actually hard to sort of be able to live by those words, especially every single minute. And, but it was still very sad and I get the message and I understand it. And it, and it was really like an enjoyable thing. Now, the other thing that I, it's kind of like interesting because that's kind of where the movie ends and it really doesn't show anything else. But the, what I started thinking about whenever like he finally ended up getting the gig and ended up getting what he wanted when it comes to like playing music, the piano. And he finds that it doesn't fulfill him or it doesn't change anything about how he feels. It makes me wonder like a lot of things like not just Twitch streaming or playing video games or like for a living or playing sports, but just anything in general, if you're passionate about it. And this is going to be different for everybody, of course, but if you end up doing your, your hobby for a living and end up being successful, it feels like a lot of the times your hobby that turns into a job and some feeling just like that, like a job and you don't enjoy it as much. But also, how do you make money to be able to provide yourself to be able to have this hobby that you enjoy? And that's kind of like the question that I have for myself. Because one, let's just put, for example, I became a Twitch streamer and played video games for a living. You know, I didn't really have to entertain. I just played video games and people enjoyed watching. Will I eventually get bored of video games? Maybe some people have and maybe some people would. And maybe not everybody, right? It's going to depend on, you know, who you are and a lot of things can factor into it. But for a lot of people, it doesn't have to be like streaming. It's just anything in general. When you turn your hobby into a job and you're making money on that, sometimes it doesn't become a hobby anymore. It becomes like basically a chore because you have to do you're not doing it because you want to now you're doing it because you have to make money from it and that's kind of like what I felt happened to him as well where he finally realized that a hobby is a hobby but he also ends up mentioning something about 
Like he didn't want to die. He was so scared of dying, which is why he didn't want to go to the beyond because he hadn't figured out his life yet. He hadn't pursued his dreams, his passion. He hadn't accomplished it. So it leaves the question, how do you find what you want to do? How do you find and create your passion and achieve your accomplishments? Because if all you want to do is be a professional football player and you achieve that, but it doesn't satisfy you, what do you do? Now, I guess logically, like what I would do at least is make as much money as I can and then fuck it, say I'm out and never go back again and invest that money and find other hobbies that I want to do. I don't know how long these contracts are because sometimes they can keep you for like 10 years and you're kind of like stuck. So it's really interesting because life is short and a lot of us never get to do what we are passionate about. Not even that. A lot of us don't even have time or end up being able to afford to do the things that we're passionate about, like our hobbies. So it's like, For those of us who find our hobbies and we make a job out of it, but we're most likely going to get bored of it because it becomes a job, then how do we find how to monetize something else in order for our hobbies to stay hobbies and not jobs, right? Like if I enjoy playing video games, what else is out there for me to do? that can make me enough money so that I can come home, not be tired, not be stressed, be able to afford almost any game that I want to get at any time without worrying about what I'm going to eat. Like, what do I need to do? And also to not be stressed at the job, to not be tired, to not be overthinking it, to not hate the job, at least, you know, I don't have to love it. How do you, how do people find that? Right. Because there's a difference between doing what you love for a living and doing something that's okay, but you're able to afford to do the things that you love because that okay job provides for it. And then there's, you're just working a shitty job and you're barely getting by. Or you're working a shitty job and you're getting by tremendously, but you're always stressed in life. But you can afford to do your hobbies. Like, how do you find that perfect balance of like making enough money for your needs and your necessities and your family? If you have family, if you ever want to have family or support the ones that you love while still being able to have time and money to do your hobbies. And that's kind of like what this whole movie ends up like me it just makes me end up thinking about the like all of this you know dying without accomplishing anything dying without actually finding what i should be doing in order because i know i'm not going to be able to probably make something that i love and do it for a living but i do want to make enough money to where i can at least have my hobbies for a living and the job would be okay like it doesn't have to be a great job but a job that pays well enough in a job that is not too stressful, in a job that bosses aren't assholes or whatever, would be nice. And then I can come home at the end of the day or have like a, a week off, have a weekend off. I, I don't know, like 
because everyone wants something different, right? Like some people want physical jobs and they're like, oh, I'm perfectly fine with this. Other people are not. But that's kind of like the question. It's like, how do you find that? So, yeah, I thought the movie was amazing. Everything about it was really good. Like I said, I don't think it's really for kids. Kids can find some kind of enjoyment, but like it's only really in the middle, the beginning and the very end, like a lot of the part one and then the last parts, which are like the longest parts, don't really have like things that I think kids can enjoy. But the whole movie, like in general, once you have like, you're able to process things and think about stuff and you've lived a little life, right? You don't have to live like, you don't have to be in your 50s to enjoy this movie. I think as long as you're like 17, even 16, you can probably find some sort of meaning in this life. But I would say like 17 and above that is probably like the perfect ratio of this because you lived a little bit, but I think like 20 to 20, like one and above, it's like the best like time to like watch this movie. If you're older than that, you'll probably enjoy it. 17 and 18 and 19 all the way to 20. You're still, you've lived life a little bit, but there's a lot of things that you haven't thought about. Right. And it depends because some people start thinking a lot of stuff when they're 17. So that's why I say like 17 and above, it might be something that you can prepare for and it might give you insight as to maybe you should do certain things differently than what you wanted to do in previously. You know, it just gives you another perspective in someone else's life because someone else is kind of living this life already. And it's kind of like a mentor to yourself to be able to be like, okay, someone's done this. Let's see if I'm going to end up in this direction to where I hate something that I'm doing, or I'm not passionate about something, or how do I get to achieve my goals before I die, right? Like if that's what you want to do, there's a lot of different ways that this can go. So yeah, at the end of the day, like I said, that's what I recommend, but it's definitely a good movie. I loved it. So yeah, that's all I wanted to talk about. And that's all I have for today or tonight. So yeah, I guess, <laughs> man, like I still have a little bit of tears, but it, it, it was really good. It made me think a lot of stuff and still thinking about stuff till right now probably end up writing my thoughts down a little bit more because there's just a lot I want to reflect on that I do constantly think about but this kind of brought out a little bit more of you know seeing it firsthand like someone else like there's other movies that are kind of like this that have the premise of like dying and not being able to accomplish what you've wanted to accomplish so yeah anyways that's all I have for today so hopefully you enjoyed it hopefully you love the movie as well if you watched it, but thanks for listening and I hope you have a lovely rest of your night and I'll talk to you next time.